Alhamdulillahi wa kafa Assalamu ala ibadihi al-lazeen astafa amma ba'd Fa'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan al-rajim Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim Kunu rabbaniyina bima kuntum tu'allimun al-kitab Wa bima kuntum tadrusun Wa ka'ala Allahu ta'ala fi makamin akhir Hal yastawil ladhina ya'lamun wal ladhina la ya'lamun Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun Wassalamun ala al-mursaleen Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen Allahumma salli ala sayyiduna Muhammad Wa ala ala sayyiduna Muhammadin wa barik wa sallam Allahumma salli ala sayyiduna Muhammad Wa ala ala sayyiduna Muhammadin wa barik wa sallam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given everyone two blessings Two ni'mas the first blessing is their mind. Allah Ta'ala gave us our mind to fill the mind with the knowledge of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. To fill our mind with the knowledge of Quran Al-Kareem. To fill our mind with the knowledge of the seerah and sunnah of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. To whatever extent our mind is full of that knowledge, that is a true and fulfilled mind. And otherwise, if we have filled our mind with all other types of knowledge, all other types of junk, all other types of clutter, then the reality is we have an empty mind. That mind that is empty of the knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, knowledge of Quran al-Kareem, Sunnah and Seerah of Nabi al-Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that mind is an empty mind. Many times, many women, they make a mistake that MashaAllah has gifted them with a mind, but they fill that mind with all of the junk knowledge of the world. They know so much about the world. They're so aware about the world. They have so much information about the world. Maybe somebody has all the information about fashion. Somebody else has all the information about interior design. Somebody else has all the information about cooking. Somebody else has all the information about baking. Somebody else has all the information of all of the above. Allahu Akbar Kabeera. Even many women have reached that level. They filled their mind with so many other types of knowledge and information that ultimately then their mind became so full with that and they have very little knowledge about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, knowledge about their deen. So the reason the mind was given to us, the reason we have this ability to know so many things is for our deen. Now many times women, they know all these incredible designs and color patterns. They know all these incredible recipes and flavors. They know incredible ways to arrange furniture and flowers. But they don't know the incredible arrangement of Quran al-Kareem. They don't know the incredible sunnah and hadith of Nabi al-Kareem sallam. So she should want to make this commitment in her heart now. That Allah Ta'ala, you've given me a lot. You've given me so much in dunya. Hmm? You are, mashallah, the women of Lakewood. So you are the women who, wherever you came from, then you built a house, you rent a house, you entered gated community. Hmm? I speak to you very frankly. Now Allah Ta'ala has given you everything you need now in this world. Now think, what knowledge do I now need to get for my akhirah? Fine, Alhamdulillah Ta'ala blessed you with your wealth. May Allah Ta'ala keep you secure, keep you safe. May Allah Ta'ala grant you this ease and comfort that you have. But now you should try to use that blessing and ease and comfort as a launching pad to make yourself closer to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So now you need to think, it's enough now. 
maybe okay to build the home or decorate the home or rent the home. I needed to know these things. Now that's done. That's a once in a lifetime thing. It's all finished now. Now I want to delete my mind of all of that extraneous knowledge. I want to throw away all those design catalogs and magazines. Now I want to fill my mind with knowledge that is going to benefit me in Akhirah, going to benefit me in Deen. It's going to benefit me in my relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our mind was given to us to know Allah. This is why we have a mind. And this should be what your thoughts are about. And that woman who doesn't make her thoughts about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then her nafs will make her always have thoughts about dunya, thoughts about wealth, thoughts about makhluk, thoughts about people, thoughts of envy, thoughts of jealousy, thoughts of anxiety, thoughts of depression. All other types of thoughts can enter her mind if she hasn't filled her mind with the thoughts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For our mind was given to us, why? As a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so that we may know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's a big blessing. I want you to just imagine for a moment. Just pretend. Hmm? Just imagine and pretend what your life would be like. Just imagine one day like that. One day, 24 hours. Not a single thought of fashion, design, cooking, baking, gardening, driving, mall. Nothing comes to your mind. All day and night for those 24 hours. The only thing that is in your mind are the thoughts of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hmm? The only thing that you know in that day is what you know about Allah. And all the time you're just thinking about Allah ta'ala, His attributes, His al-Razaq, His al-Kareem, al-Sattar. What you know of Quran al-Kareem, you reflect on the verses of Quran. What you know about Nabi al-Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. What you know about Sahabi al-Kareem radiallahu ta'ala an You spend one 24-hour day like that. Hmm? Then imagine a whole life like that. Hmm? This is why you were given your mind. This is why you were given your mind. So we need to stop feeding our mind the junk food of dunya. We need to stop feeding our mind the junk food of internet and phone. We need to start filling our mind with the soul food, spiritual ghaza, the spiritual nourishment of deen, of knowledge of deen and knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Knowledge of deen and knowledge of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us another blessing. Another blessing that is our heart. One blessing is our mind and another blessing is our heart. Again, why were we given a heart? Our heart was given to us in order to love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our heart was given to us to have feelings for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our heart was given to us to have feeling of shukr, feeling of love, feeling of fear, feeling of gratitude, feeling of tabakkul, trust, reliance, feeling of inaba, feeling of ragba, feeling of longing, feeling of yearning. This is why our heart was given to us. Same story here. If a woman instead has filled her heart with love for dunya, love for materialistic things, love for lifestyle, love for luxuries, love for all types of things, love for her kitchen appliances, love for her dish set, love for the curtain. Allah Akbar. Hmm? So many types of loves in the heart. Actually, the heart was given to us. Why? To love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To love Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. To love deen, to love Quran. This is why we were given a heart. 
Same problem here. We have filled our heart with so many junk emotions. So many junk emotions. We have so many passions and desires, so many emotions and feelings, but so few of those passions and emotions are for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And sometimes we tell the women that Allah ta'ala has blessed you with a strong heart. Means you are able to feel strong emotions and feelings. Strong emotions and feelings. Others may think this is your weakness, but this can be your strength. It will become a weakness if you let yourself feel strong emotions and feelings for the world, dunya, for creation, makhluk. But it will become your strength if you let yourself feel feelings for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you get emotional about deen, you get emotional and passionate about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then this emotional power in you and this emotional capacity and capability in you will be a strength for you. A strength for you. And if a woman does not fill her heart, if she does not fill her heart with those feelings for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then the nafs will fill her heart with all other types of feelings. She might get feelings of unlawful desire. She might get feelings of greed. She might get feelings of anger. She might get feelings of hatred towards someone. She might get feelings of envy, jealousy for someone. She might get negative feelings, all kinds of negative feelings. She might get the feeling of pride and arrogance. So many other feelings will happily make their way into her heart if she has abandoned her heart and her heart has become empty of the strong feelings for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us two blessings. The first is the blessing of the mind and the second is the blessing of the heart so that we would know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that we would love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now don't be mistaken, it doesn't mean you have to leave all these things you have within the same home, within the same lifestyle, within the same business, as long as those things are within the sharia. Within that, you have to change your mind and change your heart. It's not about changing your surroundings. You have to change your mind and you have to change your heart. Whatever surrounding you're in, whatever context you're in, whatever family setup you're in, the purpose of our deen, Allah Ta'ala sent deen to teach us how to change our mind and how to change our heart. To change our mind and to change our heart. But And this used to be something that we understood in this ummah. But unfortunately today, people, they don't understand it anymore. And there's a big difference between the way we used to be and the way we have become the early believers, salihin and salihat, the real, true, upright, virtuous believers, they used to work for this world. They used to work for this world based on how long they would stay in it. And they would work for their akhirah based on how long they would stay in it. And you can understand this very clearly. So when you were renting a house and you knew this is a rental and I'm only here for a couple of years. Why? Because Alhamdulillah, I plan to move to Lakewood. And I'm building my house in Lakewood. So then, the house that you were living in on rent, you didn't put so much effort into it. You didn't redecorate it. You didn't reset it up. Because you know, this is temporary. Temporary. However, that new home you were building, you put all your efforts into that because that's permanent. 
in the sense of dunya, your niyat is to be in that house until you die. So as far as the dunya goes, it's permanent. So just like that, our life in this dunya is temporary and our home in akhirah is permanent. Our life in dunya is temporary, our home in akhirah is permanent. Hmm? So just like that, you should view this whole dunya as one small rental flat. Then inshallah, your akhirah will be one big mansion. But if we're so focused on trying to make our dunya one big mansion, then what if we end up in one small rental flat in Akhirah? Hmm? Allahu Akbar Kabira. And you know, even before that, there's a place called the Qabr. So the woman who lives in a one-bedroom flat, her cover will also be three feet by six feet. The woman who lives in a two-bedroom house, her cover will also be three feet by six feet. The woman who lives in a seven-bedroom house, her cover will also be three feet by six feet. Hmm? Allahu Akbar Kabira. But if she was pious... If she filled her mind with the knowledge of Allah Ta'ala, if she filled her heart with love for Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala, if she was a woman of haya, woman of taqwa, woman of sabr, woman of sunnah, hmm? then Allah Ta'ala will make her grave, expand her grave, rawzatum min riyadul jannah, Allah Ta'ala make the graves of the salihin and salihat a garden from the gardens of jannah. Allah Akbar, that should be your planning. Hmm? That okay, fine, alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala gave me this home. But now I have to work for the next one. Like we did in the dunya, I got my first house, now I work for the second one. Then I moved there, then I worked for the third one. And then eventually, alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala gave me the final one. But I was working until I reached the final one. Just like that now, right now, my cover is just three foot by five feet. I need to work on it so that Allah Ta'ala loves me. I need to work on my life so Allah Ta'ala loves me. And He makes that three by five foot cover, expands it into a garden from the gardens of paradise. This is now what I have to do for the rest of my life. Alhamdulillah, I worked on my dunya. I attained, achieved, and accomplished the dunya. I gave myself a level of comfort in dunya. Now I need to spend the rest of my life trying to get comfort in my grave and comfort in my akhirah. Hmm? To the Salihin, Salihat believers, they understand this. They understand it. So then all their efforts and planning and planning and designing goes into planning and designing their Akhirah. Allahu Akbar Kabira. So this is one difference. This is one difference. Second difference is that the people today are only interested in feeding their body or feeding their akal. Or feeding their nafs. So a woman may be able to read so many magazines feeding her akal. A woman can make so many things and delicacies feeding her body. A woman can enjoy so many pleasures in this world feeding her nafs. And the early believers, Salihi and Salihat, they were trying to feed their ruh. They were working on feeding their ruh. They would like to give it talawat to Qur'an. They would like to give it dua. They would like to give it salawat, the retrieve. They would like to give it istighfar. They would like to give it salah. They would like to give it haya. They would like to give it taqwa. They would like to give it sunnah. They were busy making their ruh strong. And we are busy making our body strong. And sometimes our bodies become strong, but our ruh becomes weak. Hmm? And that's imbalance. So that's not balance. So the way to balance between deen and dunya 
is to work on your dunya till you attain a reasonable level of comfort. And once you have that, and Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala has blessed you, and may Allah Ta'ala bless all of you with that. After that, then you make all of your efforts on your akhirah and your deen. This is called balance. And it's very important because otherwise if you live an imbalanced life, if you live a life completely tilted towards dunya, it's going to be a very dangerous outcome on the Day of Judgment. So sometimes to bring ourselves back into balance, this is what we call to redress the imbalance, you need to put an initial surge of effort on your deen and akhirah. You have to go for a surge of effort on your deen and akhirah to correct some of the imbalances that may have taken place. Hmm? And again, how are you going to do that? To fill your mind with the knowledge of Allah Ta'ala, knowledge of deen, and to fill your heart with the feelings for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and passions for deen. Hmm? Now as soon as we start filling our mind and filling our heart with these things, the balance will take place naturally. The balance will take place naturally. And while remaining and staying in this dunya, we will still be passionate and fond and yearning for akhirah. And then we will become firm and steadfast and have istiqamat on our deen. Otherwise what happens is a person wavers and they fluctuate. And they constantly have, she says, oh I have ups and downs in my deen. She'll say, oh I'm on a spiritual low. So I say, okay, what do you do when you're on a worldly low? What do you do? When you're on a worldly low, let's say the husband business crashes, let's say you can't make the next payment to the contractor, what do you do when you're on a worldly low? Do you just sit there in a corner and be depressed and sad? No, no, no. If you ever have a worldly low, you put every single effort into it, and then you make dua to Allah day and night, and try to get yourself out of that worldly low. So then the same active stance you should do when you're on a spiritual low. But what happens, many women, when they're on a spiritual low, they just become passive. They say, oh, I'm in a low. That's it. They don't try to work to get out of it. They don't even make dua to get out of it. So that's wrong. Again, imbalance. So the same dynamic, active, proactive effort you make to take yourself out of a worldly low, the same, in fact, even more dynamic and active and proactive you should be to take yourself out of the spiritual low. You can do it. This one thing I want to tell you very clearly, and I'm not being tough on you just for no reason. I'm being tough on you because I know all of you, mashallah, you're intelligent, you're capable, you're able, you're sincere. Otherwise, why would you come sit with me today? So that means you can fill your mind with knowledge of Allah Ta'ala and you can fill your heart with love for Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. You can do it. So then it's such a sad tragedy that you haven't done it yet. Hmm? So you have to get started on this effort. You have to begin this effort. You have to take steps in this direction. You have to take steps in this direction. Once you make this niyyah, First you make niyyah, it's called irada. You make niyyah and irada that, Ya Allah, from now on, this is what I want in my life. I want my heart to be for you, my mind to be for you. I want to work on my akhirah and deen. I want to strengthen my ruh, my spiritual heart. Just make that niyyah and start making dua. Even just by making niyyah and making dua, 
even before you start making that effort, Allah subhanahu wa will send His rahmah and His mercy and His blessings and His karam and fazl on you. I'll give you another way to understand this. Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, An-nasu ma'adin. It means that people are like mines, mines. So you can understand this in this country, like there's a gold mine, copper mine, uranium, whatever mines they are. So what does it mean? That there's richness in them. There's rich, valuable material in them, but they need to make some effort to extract that. Right? So there's something in the ground or something in the mountain, but there has to be an effort to extract the ores and the valuable core minerals that are there. Just like that, Anasum Adin, that every person, Allah Ta'ala has blessed them with good sifat, good attributes. You have it in you. Taqwa and Haya is inside you. But you have to make some effort to draw it out. It's nothing foreign. Don't think that, oh no, I'm not such a person of deen. That's for the other women. No, it's inside you. The moment you took Iman, even if you have one drop of Iman in your heart, just one drop of Iman has so much nur in it that if you were to work on it, make effort on it, try to extract the hakikat, extract the reality of Iman from that, all of the taqwa, sunnah, haya, zikr, sabr, it's all there in you. But you have to make an effort for it. You have to make an effort for it. Hmm? Allah Akbar. So you should make that effort. You should make that effort. Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, خِيَارَكُمْ فِي الْإِسْلَامِ خِيَارَكُمْ فِي الْجَاهِلِيَّةِ That the best of you in Islam, he was addressing Sahabakram, that the best of you, the most capable of you, the strongest of you in deen, will be the ones who were the best and more capable in jahiliyyah before they accepted Islam. But when? إِذَا فَقِهُ When you understand. When you become a person of understanding. What does it mean that how do you understand? When you fill your mind with the knowledge of Allah Ta'ala and you fill your heart with the feelings of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Then you will realize your potential. So any woman who is accomplished in dunya, any woman who can manage a home, any woman who is a good mother, any woman who can run a business, any woman who is a good school teacher, any woman who is a good doctor, that means she could be a great mu'mina, she could be a great waliya, she could be a great zakira, she could be a great alima, she could be a great da'iya. Khiyarukum fil islami, khiyarukum fil jahiliya. Hmm? It's all that potential is in you. Hmm? Yes, fine, if I meet some woman who she is completely uneducated and she has no capability, she can't even run a kitchen, right? So then I wouldn't talk to her like this. But mashallah, all of you have lived lives up till now in your 30s and 40s and well, older maybe, and your lives have been demonstrated. That mashallah, if you put your mind to something, you can attain, achieve, and accomplish it. So then imagine what would happen if you set your mind and set your heart on this path of deen. If you set your mind and your heart to increasing in your akhirah. Hmm? It's just like a seed. Like you, I said one drop of iman, so you can imagine iman is like a seed. Now every seed, it's so tiny. A seed is so small, but it has potential. To grow into a large plant. 
Even the largest of trees begin as the seeds. Even the largest of trees with the largest of fruits begin as the seeds. All of the flower plants begin as the seeds. Hmm? So just like that, your iman is also like a seed. But like the physical seed needs help in order to grow. It needs fertile land or otherwise fertilizer. It needs water, otherwise irrigation. It needs sunlight. It needs things to grow. It needs favorable environment, favorable conditions. And the second thing is the seed needs to be protected from insects and pests, protected from weeds, protected from inner rot and leaf disease. The seed needs protection. So the seed needs nourishment and the seed needs protection. That seed that gets all the nourishment and that seed that gets all the protection, that seed grows into a beautiful, wonderful, fruit-bearing, flower-bearing, fragrant tree. Hmm? Well, just like that is the same thing called the seed of Iman in your heart. It needs nourishment. It needs ilm. It needs ibadah. It needs zikr. It needs good company, sohbah. You need to listen to Bayan. You need to make zikr of Allah SWT. You need to learn deen. You need to be connected to women who are alama and zakara. You need to be following the path of ulama and mashayikh. You need those favorable conditions. And just like that, your seed of iman needs protection. Needs to be kept safe and safeguarded and protected. From what? From every sin. To be protected from the nafs to be protected from unlawful relations with creation, to be protected from unlawful love for dunya, your seed of iman needs to be protected from those things. But if you can give the seed of your iman that nourishment and that protection, you will be a shining, brilliant mu'mina. Why do you want to settle for being an ordinary believer? Hmm? All of you are living lives that are a testimony that you don't accept mediocrity. Hmm? Dear to I was told there may be some Urdu women. The dunya me guzara kabi bardasne. Dunya me har miyar matlube. Allah se Allah miyar matlube. To kya sirf deen ek cheese hai jang guzara par ektifa karti hai. Dunya me miyar deen me guzara. Ye koi tarzi zindagi nahi. Ye koi andaz zindagi nahi. Ye koi Allah taala ki mohabbat nahi. It means in English. That there is nothing in your dunya that you would accept mediocrity. You won't even want a mediocre glass. You don't want a mediocre watch. You don't want a mediocre bag. You don't want a mediocre car. You don't want a mediocre fridge. You don't want mediocre schools for your children. And fine, Allah Ta'ala blessed you. You should try to live to the best that you can. But is it only your deen that you're happy and content with mediocrity? That you can pray mediocre salah, that you have mediocre haya, that you have mediocre zikr, that you have mediocre knowledge of Quran, that you have mediocre knowledge of Ismail Husna, that you have mediocre knowledge of Hadith. But that's not balance. That's not balance. That in dunya I'm very quality conscious and in deen I'm not bothered at all about the quality of my deeds. No. Alhamdulillah, may Allah Ta'ala grant you all the quality in dunya, but when are you going to work on the quality of your deen? Quality of your deen. And like I told you, mashallah, all of you can do it. You can pray a better salah than you pray. 
you can have more hayat than you have. You can have more feelings for Allah Ta'ala. You can have more zikr of Allah Ta'ala. It's there, it's yours for the taking. But you have to want it, and you have to work for it, and you have to beg Allah Ta'ala for it. Allah Ta'ala made it clear in Quran that no person will get anything except that which they make hard work and effort and strive for it. Hmm? And you've seen that principle in your dunya. So you have to apply that same principle in your deed. You should unlock the pearls and diamonds that Allah Ta'ala has placed in your heart. Yes, Allah Ta'ala has put pearls and diamonds of haya and zikr and taqwa in your heart because you have iman. But you need the knowledge, you need ilm of deen to be able to extract those pearls and diamonds. And you need ishq, ishq, love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to have the drive to extract those pearls and diamonds. Hmm? So all of this understanding in our deen, this is called tazkiyah. This is what it means to purify my mind and heart from all of the clutter, from all of the junk. And to fill my mind with the knowledge of Allah Ta'ala, to fill my heart with the feelings of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. To fill my mind with the knowledge of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, to fill my heart with the feelings of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So for this you need to be a woman of ilm, that will fill your mind, and you need to become a woman of zikr, that will fill your heart. Ilm and zikr. Ilm and zikr. These two things will fill your mind and fill your heart. Now once your mind and heart is filled with ilm and zikr, then Allah Ta'ala will accept you to bring deen into your children, to bring deen into your family, to bring deen into your neighbors, to bring deen into your friends. And all the dunya will stay. Everything stays the same. Same house, same car, same watch, same bag. We don't touch any of that. Alright? We're just trying to invite you to develop your mind and heart. To develop your mind and heart. Then what happens? Then you will get passions and pleasures for deen. You will enjoy salah. You will get lazzat, pleasure from salah. You will get halawa, sweetness in salah. You will have khushun, khuzu, uh, humility and conscientiousness and focus in salah. You will have zikr, you will remember Allah Ta'ala in salah. You will enjoy deen. You know, just like a person, they want to enjoy. They say, oh, what's the point of having such a nice house if I can't enjoy it? Hmm? That's what you would say. What's the point of having such a nice house if I'm not happy in it? Right? So then, what's the point of having such a nice deen? Nice Quran al-Kareem. Nice Nabi al-Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Perfectly wonderful Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanallahi wa bihamdihi. Subhanallah al-Azim. What's the point of having that if you can't enjoy it? You should say the same thing about your deen. You should feel the same way about your deen. Hmm? So if you get the ilm of deen and you get zikrullah. Ilm of deen and zikrullah. Ilm you must learn from the ulama and zikr you must learn from the awliya. Zikr you learn from the shaykh. Zikr you learn from the zakirin. Ilm from ulama, zikr from zakirin. If you could understand this and you could follow this path in your life, then even you can get so attached on deen that the dunya will no longer be a distraction for you. 
the dunya will not be a diversion for you. You will be so strong in deen. Then you can even become even more strong in deen, such that even the tests and difficulties and worries, dunya ke jo pareshaniyan hain, musibat hain, pareshaniyan aayengi, aap un pareshaniyon se khud pareshan nahi honge. Aap itni mazboot ho chuke honge deen ke upar. Means in English that you, the worries and difficulties, they will still be there in the world. But you won't be worried by them. Allah Akbar, the worries, will, the, the difficulties will remain, but your worry in your heart will go away. Why? Because your heart has the joy of deen. Your heart has the happiness of deen. Your heart will have the joy of deen. Your heart will have the happiness of deen. But to get this type of feeling, we need to unclutter. We need to purify. This is called tazkiyah. We need to purify. Hmm? This is the way of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah Ta'ala mentions in Quran, وَيُزَكِّهِمْ That is part of nabuwa, part of deen. Therefore, anything that Allah Ta'ala has mentioned in Quran, it's not optional. Anything Allah Ta'ala has mentioned in Quran, it's not replaceable. Nobody can think like that. That, oh, I'm doing some other thing in life. I do khidmat of my parents. Therefore, I don't need to fill my heart with feelings of Allah Ta'ala. I don't need to fill my mind with knowledge of Allah Ta'ala. No, no, no. No, everything is separate. I'll give you an example. Let's say there's a woman and she's not a good daughter to her father, but she's a wonderful wife to her husband. Now, can she go to her father and say this? That, well, look, I may not be a good daughter to you, but I'm a wonderful wife to my husband. I'm a wonderful mother to my kids. I'm a wonderful friend to my friends. I'm a great neighbor in the community. The father will say, but my daughter, that's all separate. That's irrelevant. No matter how good a wife you might be to your husband, no matter how good a mother you may be to your children, no matter how good a friend you are with your friends, you're not a good daughter to me. <laughs> Those other things can never replace this. Those other things can never come and fill this category. So just like that is your relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How much you know about your deen, how much you feel for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how much you love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that cannot be replaced by other things. Yes, you must do those other things. You must be a good wife, you must be a good mother, you must be a good daughter, and obviously all the men must be good husband and good uh, father and good son. But that's one area, and the deen teaches us that. But it doesn't mean we can neglect the other area, which is our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is called tazkiyah. This is the true, real meaning of tazkiyah. is nothing other than what I have explained to you today. Hmm? Allahu Akbar. Then Allah Ta'ala describes in Quran that what is the signs of these believers? What is the signs of those mu'minun? That their minds are full of knowledge of Him, hearts are full of feelings for Him. That whenever Allah Ta'ala is mentioned, when the mere mention of Allah Ta'ala is made in front of them, it's not even that they made zikr, it's not even that they remember Allah, when Allah Ta'ala is remembered in front of them, the mere mention of Allah Ta'ala is made in front of them, that their hearts rise and tremble, they quiver with love, they might tremble with fear, but the heart flutters with feelings for Allah Subhanahu Ta'ala. They're such feeling believers. Just the simple mere mention of Allah motivates their hearts to feel feelings. 
whenever now they don't recite themselves even whenever the verses of Quran are recited to them they ever hear recitation so what happens that their iman skyrockets their iman skyrockets the iman gets a surge they get passions and feelings for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah Akbar this is the feeling that we should want. This is just one, one example of many places in Quran and Hadith where Allah Subhanahu has mentioned these type of feelings. These type of feelings. Hmm? <coughs> so I'll give you one example from Hadith. This is one, just one of many places in Quran where Allah describes the feelings, feelings of a believer. I wanted you to understand when I said your heart should have feelings. Second, I'll give you one example from Hadith. Hadith in Sahih, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa long hadith, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa once meant the angel Jibreel, and the angel Jibreel asked the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam three questions. One of those questions was, Qair, he asked him another question later about with the signs, he asked him a series of questions. One question was, what is Ahsan? So Sayyidina Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam responded, Ahsan, anta'budullah ka'annaka tarah. That you should worship Allah Ta'ala with the feeling that you're seeing Him. Allah Akbar. Can you imagine a feeling like that? Can you imagine if you That if you can't feel that feeling when you pray. In any ibadat. Antaqbada. It's not just salah. Salah, recitation, dua, durud. Any ibadah. That you feel the feeling. You do that ibadah with the feeling as if you're seeing Allah Ta'ala. And if you can't get that feeling, at least you have the feeling that Allah Ta'ala is seeing you. Hmm? So this deen is about feelings. This deen is about feelings. Do we want to live our entire life without these feelings? If we live our entire life without these feelings, do we think that on the day of judgment, we're going to be seeing Allah Ta'ala and getting the feelings? Hmm? This is what we want. We want hmm? Jannat mein didari bahari ta'ala matloob. Or namaz mein Allah ki huzuri matloobi nahi. Ajeeb falsafa It means in English that we want in Jannah that I should be able to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But I'm not even interested right now in dunya that in my salah I should remember Allah ta'ala. How is that possible? Huh? How is it possible that a woman who's not interested in improving her feelings for Allah ta'ala inside salah is somehow going to be granted all of the feelings of Jannah? Hmm? So she needs to think, she needs to reflect, why have I been given life, what's my purpose on earth, what's my goal in life, what's my objective on earth, how do I want to live my life, what's important to me, what's dear to me, what do I want to strive for, what do I want to live for. Hmm? These are the things to think about, these are the things to think about. So this was our message to you today, hmm? and we want you to become more firm, more steadfast on deen. Before that, we want you to become more desirous, more thirsty of deen. And that's something you can do in one day. You can try and you can beg Allah Ta'ala. You can try and you can beg Allah Ta'ala to ignite the flame of talab in your heart. That at least, Ya Rabbi Kareem, in my heart I should want you. 
I'm my heart went cold. So many days and nights have passed. I have stopped yearning for you, stopped pining for you. I've stopped longing for you. I've stopped loving you. I've gone cold. Ya Rabbi Kareem, help me. Send your hidayah in my heart. I find my heart is empty of these feelings. The only thing that attracts me now is the world. The only thing that interests me is the world. I've lost my attraction for deen. I've lost my interest in deen. I'm going to spiritual low. So turn to Allah SWT. Talk to Allah SWT. Make dua to Allah SWT. Beg Allah SWT. And focus on your heart. And focus on your mind. And become a woman of ilm. And become a woman of zikr. This is our mission. This is our message. This is why we travel to remind you women of this and to invite you, to invite you to learn the ilm of deen and to invite you to learn the zikr of Allah SWT. So to learn ilm of deen, so mashallah, there are also local gatherings you can attend. And we also, many of you may have met my wife before when she come here. So she also offers the courses online for ilm. You must learn the ilm of deen and to learn the zikr of Allah SWT. Don't think the path of zikr is only for men. Allah SWT has made it clear in Quran, وَالذَّاكِرِينَ اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا وَالذَّاكِرَاتِ The word ذَاكِرَات is in Quran. ذَاكِرَات means those women who remember Allah a lot. Those women who remember Allah all the time. Such a woman is called a ذَاكِرَ woman. ذَاكِرَ woman. Allah Akbar Kabira. You should want that for yourself. You should want to be a zakra woman. You should want to be a zakra woman. Hmm? So to, in order to do that, you must begin this path of zikr. You must learn zikr from the zakreen, mashayikh, trikat, who have taught us zikr, who teach the path of zikr. You should listen to bayan, like mashallah, you came today. You should listen to more bayan. So first step is that you listen to the bayans and you change your life and change your heart. You change your life and you change your heart according to the teachings of deen. And to get the inspiration and motivation to do that and to get the knowledge and instructions to do that, you have to listen to the bayans. Second, you should try to practice some zikr of Allah SWT. So number one, you should try to improve your salah. Try to focus on Allah Ta'ala in salah. Try to feel feelings of love for Him in salah. Try to convert every salah into zikr. Make every salah an experience. Make every salah an enjoyment. Just like every night you want dinner to be a good meal with the family and children. Every meal you want to enjoy, just like that, every salah you should want to enjoy. Work on it. And you're already praying, mashallah. So then, this is the first way of zikr you should practice. Second, is try to remember Allah Ta'ala all day, all night. Try that you should never forget Him. I don't want to forget Allah Ta'ala in Salah and I don't want to forget Allah Ta'ala outside Salah. Recite the Sunnah Du'as throughout the day. That will help you remember Him. Remember Allah Ta'ala in your heart. Our Mashaikh, they call this Wukuf Qalbi. Remember Allah Ta'ala in your heart. Reflect upon Him. Remind yourself about Him. Try to make your heart feel feelings for Him all the time. Feeling of love. Feeling of fear. Feeling of awareness. Think of Allah Ta'ala's Asmaal Husna Sifat. Allah Ta'ala's Allah Ta'ala put this roof over my head every night sleep in this zikr this awareness and remembrance and thankfulness and gratitude that Ya Rabbi, if you didn't put this roof over my head I would be like the tens and thousands of Muslim women wandering the plains 
of different countries in the world who are homeless and refugee and war-torn and war-stricken and they sleep with no roof over their head. Hmm? Make zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Remember Allah ta'ala. When your children come home safe from school, remember Allah ta'ala. Allah ta'ala brought them to you safely. Always keep your heart in the state of remembrance of Allah. This in Arabic is called wakufa kalmi. This you must learn this. You can get trained further in this. This is what the Mishnah teaches us to do. Third, every day you should recite Qur'anul Kareem. Every day recite Qur'an. So you get the nur of Qur'an. And try to learn the meanings of Qur'an from the ulama of Qur'an. So then you will get the hidayat of Qur'an. Fourth, you should make salawat, dirt shaykh on the Prophet sallallahu hundred times a day. Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammadin wa barik wa sallim. With love for the Prophet Many of you, so many days have gone by that you never even thought of Rasulullah once in that day. You never reminded yourself that you have pledged yourself to him. He is your Nabi, you are his Ummati. That has certain lessons in it. That's a certain life now you have to live. You have to carry yourself in such a way. You're not an ordinary woman anymore. You're not an ordinary woman anymore. You're that woman who has pledged your heart to be the Ummah, Ummah Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You have to carry yourself with a higher dignity, with a higher modesty, with a higher haya. You have to remind yourself of this. Every day you must send love-filled salawat Dhrushrif. Hundred times, Allahumma salli ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala ali Sayyidina Muhammadin wa barik wa sallim. And then a hundred times a day you should recite istighfar. Seek the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Seek the forgiveness of Allah ta'ala. Hundred times a day you must patch up with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this will also create a mizaj, a temperament in you. That I am, I have shortcomings in my deen. I'm lacking in deen. I need Allah's forgiveness. I need Allah's mercy. That will keep you going. That will keep pushing you. Astaghfirullah Rabbi min kulli dhanbin wa atubu ilayhi. This is a istighfar hundred times a day. So fix your salah, make it into zikr. Remind your heart to remember Allah all the time. Recite hundred, recite Quran al-Kareem every day. Recite Durood Sharif every day. Recite istighfar every day. And the last zikr our Mashaik prescribed is to sit in a special zikr. In Arabic, that's called muraqaba. Muraqaba. What does it mean? This is a zikr based on some verses Allah Ta'ala mentioned in Quran. وَذْكُرْ رَبَّكَ فِي nafsik That make zikr of your Rabb inside yourself, in your batin. تَذَرُّعًا وَخِيفَةً With all humility, with all longing, silently, secretly. So this is to sit down and try to remember Allah Ta'ala from your inner self. Silently, secretly, humbly. How? You will make niyyah that your kalb, that your spiritual heart, the heart of your ruh, is making zikr of Allah Ta'ala's name. وَذْكُرْ إِسْمَ رَبِّكُ وَتَبَتَّلْ إِلَيْهِ تَبْتِيلًا That your kalb is making zikr of Allah's name. As if your kalb is calling Allah, Allah, Allah. That's it. You won't say anything with your tongue. Now this will take you some time. You'll have to practice this. 10, 15, 20 minutes a day, once or twice a day. 
First, it will take you a couple of weeks just to get comfortable sitting. Then it will take you another few weeks just to begin focusing. Then it will take you another few weeks to get the concentration on Allah Ta'ala's name. So it's a process, right? Just like a house cannot build itself in a week, so you will not be able to build the house of zikr in your heart in just one week. It's a process. But you have to go through this process of tazkiyah in order to make progress in your relationship to Allah SWT. So you should try to practice the zikr, listen to bayan, connect to the online learning, get to know the local alamas, students of zikr in your area, so that you can also come closer to Allah SWT. And again, I tell you from the bottom of my heart, every single one of you can do it. There is no one of you who cannot understand deen more, who cannot love Allah Ta'ala more, who cannot remember Allah Ta'ala more, it's all there for you, but it's your choice. Whether you wish to choose it, or you wish not to choose it, we can only remind you, educate you, invite you, make dua for you, we make dua that Allah Ta'ala accept each and every one of you, may He accept and fill your mind with the ilm, and may accept and fill your heart with His zikr and love and feelings, may He grant you a life of taqwa, a life of haya, a life of sunnah, a life of zikr, wa akhiru da'wana, and alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Before we make dua, inshallah, we will practice a short silent zikr that I taught you called muraqabah, and before we make that short silent zikr, we will all make tawbah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala together. And those women who want to make the formal niyyah intention, that they want to begin this training in the path of zikr, they want to learn more about this tazkiyah, they want to become the students of our line of mashayikh, they can make that niyat as well. That intention is called baytul irada. What does it mean that, Ya Rabb, that I'm sincerely wanting to change my life and to help me, Ya Allah, I make a firm commitment to you that from now on I want to change and I connect my heart to a shaykh in line of mashayikh that by listening to their teachings, attending their gatherings, practicing the teachings and practicing the zikr they instruct, I hope, Ya Rabbi Kareem, that my heart will become full of love for you. So first make the intention of tawbah in your heart and then make the intention of irada in your heart. Intention of Tawbah, Ya Allah, I ask your forgiveness for all the sins that I ever did. I ask that you forgive me for all the time that I ever wasted. I ask that you forgive me for all the junk that I put in my mind, all the junk that I put in my heart. Yet up now I want to make Tawbah to you. I want my mind to be for you, my heart to be for you, my life to be for you, my home and family to be for you. Yet a big dream from now and I want to live my entire life seeking your pleasure, my entire life following the Sunnah and Sharia, my entire life trying to bring about my tazkiyah, the purification of my heart. And Ya Rabb, on this irada, I take a bear, make a commitment to you, Ya Rabb, help me be strong. I see nothing in myself, but I have hope in your mercy. And Ya Rabbi Kareem, I want to learn this path, attach myself to a shaykh and line of mashaykh, that by listening to them, practicing their teachings, learning zikr, being trained in zikr, I hope, Ya Rabb, that my heart will also become full of feelings for you, that my heart will also become full of love for you. Sign of zikr of the heart. 
close your eyes, bow your head, go deep into your ruh, the heart of your ruh, turn your kalb towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, empty your heart of all other feelings, beg Allah, Ya Rabb, that now I want to sit for a few moments in my life, that my heart has only feelings for you, my heart has only love for you, my heart has only zikr for you, I make near Ya Rabb, that the heart of my ruh, my kalb, is silently making zikr of your name, that my kalb is calling Allah, Allah, Allah. Allah ko apna bana lo. Allah ko apna bana lo. Allah ko apna bana lo. Ab sab rishton ko chhodo. Allah se rishta jodo. Ab sab rishton ko chhodo. Allah se rishta jodo. Har ghair se hat kat ke. Allah se loh lagalo. Allah ko apna bana lo. 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 Allah se ghaflat kaisi, Allah se duri kaisi. Allah se ghaflat kaisi, Allah se duri kaisi. Ab sab virdo ko chhodo, Allah ko vird bana lo. Allah ko apna bana lo Allah ko dil mein basa lo Allah se loh laga lo Allah ko dil mein basa lo Allah se loh laga lo Allah ko apna bana 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 lo La ilaha illallah Muhammadur Rasulullah Dua kiji Samana Rabbil ala haballahumma salli ala sayyiduna Muhammad wa ala ali sayyiduna Muhammad wa barik wa sallim Allahumma salli ala sayyiduna Muhammad wa ala ali sayyiduna Muhammad wa barik wa sallim Rabbana zalamna anfusana wa illam takfir lana wa tanhamna lanakunanna minal khasirin Rabbi ikfir wa alhamma anta khairul rahimin 
Ya Allah, Ya Rabbi Kareem, help us, Ya Allah, guide us, Ya Allah. Ya Rabbi Kareem, we have lived a life distracted from you. We have life, our hearts were empty of you. We lived our lives, our minds became empty of you. Ya Rabbi Kareem, accept us again for this path. Fill our mind with knowledge of you, knowledge of Quran, knowledge of Deen, knowledge of Sunnah, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Fill our hearts with feelings for you, love for you, fear of you, longing for you, yearning for you. Ya Rabbi Kareem, bring us firmly on this deen. Make us strong on deen, steadfast on deen. Grant us a life of deen, a lifestyle of deen. Ya Rabbi Kareem, grant us every bounty, pleasure, comfort in dunya that will not distract us from you in the slightest, that will not make us forget you in the slightest, that will not lead us to disobey you in the slightest. Ya Rabbi Kareem, grant us such hasanat of the dunya. And Ya Rabbi Kareem, grant us every bounty of deen, every blessing of deen, every sifat attribute of deen, every feeling of deen, every Every knowledge of Deen, grant us the Hasanat of Akhirah, Ya Rabbi Kareem, Ya Rabbi Kareem. We ask that you forgive us for all the sins that we ever did. Forgive us for all the time that we have lost. Forgive us for all the opportunities we wasted. Forgive us for all the laziness that we had. Forgive us for all the ghafl and neglect that we had. Ya Rabbi Kareem, accept our intention that we made on this day. Ya accept us, Ya Rabb. From now on, make us pleasing to you. Make us follow the Sunnah of Nabi Kareem, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Make our heart always remembrance and aware of you. Make our mind always knowledgeable of you in deen. Help us, Ya Rabb. Guide us, Ya Rabb. Accept our hearts again, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Accept our hearts of Iman, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Ya Rabbi, make dua for all of the women who came here today. Ya Rabbi Kareem, make each and every one of them from the Salihat and Dakirat. All those who came and all who may be listening wherever they may be. Ya Rabbi Kareem, make them from the Zakirat Mu'minat, from the Salihat Mu'minat. Fill their hearts with your nur. Fill their hearts with the nur of your hidayah, with the nur of your rahmah. Fill their hearts with the feelings for you, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Fill their minds with the nur of ilm, with the nur of ilm, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Accept their homes for deen. Accept their families for deen. Put barakah in their married life, Ya Rabb. Soften the hearts of the husband. Soften the hearts of the children. Soften the hearts of the parents. Soften the hearts of the in-laws. Soften and unite our hearts, Ya Rabb. Make the entire family firm on deem. Put love, peace, and harmony between the hearts, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Ya Allah, Ya Rabbi Kareem. Humana gunaahku maafirma. Rahmat nazil firma. Makfrit nazil firma. Aapke chane wale bandhe bandhe aaye. Bahut dur se aaye hai. Bada deir baan aaye hai. Aapko manne ke liye aaye hai. Manwane ke liye aaye hai. Aapko kurb hasil karne ke liye aaye hai. Aap mirbane kar lije, Piyar Allah. ہمارے دعاؤں کو مانگ لیجئے معاف کر لیجئے راستے دکھا دیجئے راہ راست بنا دیجئے وہ کس کو پکارے وہ اپنے رب کو پکارے آپ مربانے کر دیجئے دین کو ان کے سینے میں بسا دیجئے اپنے محبت کے آگ ان کو دل میں جلا دیجئے آپ کی بننا چاہتی ہیں آپ کے مانے والے بننے آئے آپ کے چانے والے بننے آئے ان کو قبول فرما اپنی رحمت ان پر نازل فرما ان عورتوں میں سے یا رب اپنے ذات کرات کو خرف فرما صالحات میں سے بنا عالمات میں سے بنا دین کا درد عطا فرما دین کا غم عطا فرما امت کی فکر عطا فرما دین کی خدمت کے لئے قبول فرما دین کی دعوت کے لئے قبول فرما نبی کریم ہمیں وہ ہر نعمت چاہیے جسے آپ نہیں چھن جائیں گے جسے ہم غافل نہیں ہوں گے وہ تمام تن دنیا کی نعمتیں ہمیں عطا فرما نبی کریم اپنی یاد والی نعمت عطا فرما اپنی محبت والی نعمت عطا فرما 
خشیت خوف پہنی نمت تھا فرما ان تمام عورتوں کو حیا پاک دامنی کا مثال بنا جیسے سیدنا مریم میں جانتا نہ کہ اس معاشرے میں ہوتی ان کو بھی ایسے ہی بنا ان کی مثالی حیا ان کو بھی نصیب فرما رب کریم جو پریشان پریشانیوں کو دور فرما جو کسی مشکل تن دستی میں ہے یا رب اپنی رحمت والی آسانی سہولت ان کو عطا فرما اور یا رب ہم میں سے جو آپ کی ہر نعمت میں ڈوبے ہیں صرف اپنے سستی کے شکار ہیں یا نبی کریم دین میں استقامت عطا فرما قدردانی نصیب فرما اپنے رحمت کرم فضل سے یا رب ہمارے ان دعاؤں کو قبول فرما یا نبی کریم